0: Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Mastery and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Sunday, January the 23rd. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of St. Paul's First Letter to the Corinthians, chapter 1, verses 10 through 13 and verse 17. 1 Corinthians 1 chapter 1 verses 10 through 13, and verse 17. Well, if you study history enough, you realize that the old saying, everything old is new again, is certainly true. The book of the uh, Old Testament, Koaleth, says, uh, there's nothing new under the sun, And so in the recent times in which we find ourselves, of course, we have become increasingly aware of the tremendous division, strife, um, very angry kind of each individual and groups forming their own kind of tribes almost, their own groups, socioeconomic, racial, religious, political And um, not only around the world, but certainly within our own country, we have noted an increase in division and of strife. We also recognize it, unfortunately, in the church, the body of Christ. And the reason for bringing all this up, of course, is that in our reading from Corinthians, Paul is facing the Christians at Corinth, the great city. And there's a great deal of division and strife within the body of Christ, within the church. And again, we find that today. uh, Traditionalist versus uh, liberal or progressives, uh, those who claim to be uh, in line with the teachings of the church, and those who are claiming that we have to go out into new areas of understanding, and so on. And in the midst of all of that, of course, there is a great deal of disunity, which is the one thing that Christ prayed for on Holy Thursday night, that they all may be one, as I in you, Father, and you in me, that they all may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. One of the four marks of the church is that of unity, holy, Catholic, apostolic, and one, one body, many parts, many gifts, many abilities and ministries, but also the oneness in Christ. And, Paul says, "I beg you, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, to agree in what you say. Let there be no factions; rather, be united in mind and judgment. That unity of spirit—it's also—it's also true in our larger society today. So much fragmentation, factions, various." Interest groups that are really tearing the fabric apart. One of the things that uh, founding principles of our country, "E pluribus unum," the one in the midst of the many. Yes, there are many, many uh, divisions, many parts, many interest. That's true. Many gifts. But there must be something that binds us together. Otherwise, we become fractured. We become broken. And Paul says, I have been informed that certain members of Christ's household, the church, are quarreling among yourselves. Some are saying, I belong to Paul. I belong to Apollos. Cephas, Peter, Peter. As my allegiance. A fourth says, I belong to Christ. And Paul asks them a question. He says, has Christ then been divided into parts? And the answer, of course, is no. Christ is one. Uh, was it Paul who was crucified? Was it in Paul's name that you were baptized? Did Christ not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with worldly wisdom, but with the cross of Christ. And that is that is what is our redeeming factor. That is the one who saved us, the Lord Jesus Christ through the cross. And we can find such divisions within our own family. Uh, within our places of work, within our neighborhood, and so on, uh, again, this is not new, but it is always it is always a challenge for each generation, each community of faith, to see the larger picture it 's not merely a question of the intellect It's not a question of knowing it. It's a question of experiencing it, which means we have to open our minds and hearts to God's grace through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. In the Holy Spirit, there is that oneness. It's very hard to get anything accomplished. We do not grow closer to Almighty God. We do not achieve any kind of development of our society or within our families if we are divided. This one wanting this, that one wanting that. But where are the voices, the examples of those who seek harmony and balance, that true peace, but the peace begins with Christ? And each day we are challenged to to live, so has to be God's vessels of peace and of unity. It sounds so trite, it sounds so threadbare and worn out, yes, 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 we're going to work for peace, we're going to work for all getting along, we're going to work for all being one. And yet, we kind of go off and then we begin to seem, uh, it seems like we're being consumed by a very divided world which only means it's much more important for us to be that point of unity that oneness. Uh, We too often are comfortable today on the battleground and we have too few people especially those in authority and of influence seeking not the battleground but common ground, common ground that we can all stand on. This doesn't mean that we walk like robots in lockstep with groupthink, but it means that we try to understand each other. Once I understand you and we have a difference, something fruitful can go forward. There is never any fruitful going forward when we have misunderstandings. When I understand you in a way that is not true to what is being presented or what is being said, it is the misunderstanding, not not honest, loving debate. And we can have debate, we can have discussions, we can have disagreements. And that can be fruitful but it must be grounded in the truth, a true understanding of what we are saying to each other, how we are living together. That's the great challenge. The great challenge is to lower our defenses, lower our defenses so that we may truly listen to what the other is saying, how the other is living, and not simply run it through our own predetermined notions of what they believe, how they're acting, and all the judgments that flood into our mind and into our hearts. So today, the words of St. Paul, they reach across the centuries into our own time. That we are then. To be united in one mind and judgment, as Paul says. Let there be no factions among you, no breaks, no divisions. Let us be that understanding and wise heart and mind, looking through the prism of the Holy Spirit, and not simply through the prism of the world, which is fractured and divided. But we, as members of the body of Christ, are to be God's vessel, calling for that unity and that oneness so as to achieve that true peace, that peace which the world cannot give and the world cannot take away unless we give that peace away. May this day we be vessels of God's unity and peace. Let us be that voice, that witness for that unity, for the common ground is much greater than living on the battleground. God bless you.